breast cancer affects women of all races across our country and in our community, but not necessarily in equal measure between different races. Based on these disparities, ongoing research is underway to examine the role elements such as race and residential segregation contribute to breast cancer survivorship throughout metropolitan Milwaukee. The study is called Breast Cancer, Race, and Place, and it's the focus of today's show. Dr. Kirsten Beyer is an associate professor in the Institute for Health and Equity, Department of Epidemiology, at the Medical College of Wisconsin and principal investigator of the study. Our conversation began with Dr. Beyer providing statistics on the overall breast cancer incidence rate in the U.S. today. For breast cancer incidence, we often talk about the number of new cases per 100,000 people. And so the most recently estimated breast cancer incidence rate is 129.1 cases per 100,000 people. And so it's generally estimated that there will be approximately 281,550 new cases of breast cancer in the United States in 2021. That's a staggering and sobering number. It's the most commonly diagnosed cancer among U.S. women. How does the national rate compare to the breast cancer incidence rate in our community? We can talk about, for example, southeastern Wisconsin. And compared to that 129.1 for the United States, in southeastern Wisconsin, the breast cancer incidence rate is 139.1. And then in Wisconsin, generally, it's about 130. Which means the incidence rate of breast cancer in southeast Wisconsin is higher than the national average and our state's average. Has the incidence rate increased in recent years? Dr. Byer says nationally. Generally, the incidence rate has remained relatively stable in recent years. In some places, you'll see changes going up or down in incidence. One concerning trend in Wisconsin is a recent increase in incidence of breast cancer among the Black or African American population. So what's behind this increase, especially in our African American community? Factors that might explain that. Often with cancer, we're interested in factors such as nutrition and physical activity, exposure to harmful chemicals or other sorts of hazards in the environment. But unfortunately for cancer generally and for breast cancer in specific, often we don't know what some of the reasons are for increases in incidence. What about the overall mortality or death rate in the U.S. today? Again, we are often talking about per 100,000 people. So the breast cancer mortality rate in the United States is about 20.1 deaths per 100,000 people. And so overall, it's estimated that there will be about 43,600 deaths from breast cancer in the United States in 2021. What about in our community? A lot of the breast cancer statistics that we'll get for our local region come from our Wisconsin Tumor Registry. And so according to that registry, some of the most recent data, the breast cancer mortality rate is 18.84 deaths per 100,000 people in southeastern Wisconsin. And in Wisconsin, it's just a bit higher than that at 19.37 deaths per 100,000 people. Somewhat comparable to the national numbers, although the data sources are a little bit different and sometimes the most recent data available nationally is a little different than the local data availability. Have breast cancer mortality rates changed in recent years? Well, the good news is that overall breast cancer mortality rate has been declining nationally. And we do think that some of the reasons for that are better early detection, especially mammography, 
but maybe more importantly, new and improved treatments. There have been quite a number of new developments in treatment, especially targeted therapies in recent years, and the ability for those treatments to be deployed to multiple populations throughout the country. But looking only at the overall incidence and mortality rates don't tell the whole story about breast cancer. Not in our community, not by a long shot. Absolutely not. While we're seeing hardly a change in incidence rate nationally and we're seeing a decline in mortality nationally, those numbers don't look the same for all populations, either at a national level or locally. Because when you begin breaking down these numbers along racial and ethnic lines, things look dramatically different. Yeah, so there are sizable breast cancer disparities in our community, and there are disparities that have persisted for quite some time. She gives some examples. In Wisconsin, as in the United States, the breast cancer mortality rate among black women is substantially higher than that of non-Hispanic white women. The Hispanic mortality rate is generally relatively low in comparison. But while incidence rates have been somewhat similar over time, the gap between mortality for black and for non-Hispanic white women is really quite substantial with a higher rate among black women. Which is why, in part, Dr. Beyer and her cohorts began a large-scale study of disparities in breast cancer and survivorship rates among African-American and Hispanic women in our community. Our study began a number of years ago, and the breast cancer disparities that we've seen nationally have been around probably since the 80s. It's different geographically. In some places, it's a wider gap than others. Not only does the mortality rate gap vary between states, it varies within our state as well. We actually did a small study to compare the mortality rate ratio, essentially, between black and white women. And we found that the breast cancer disparity in the Milwaukee metro area and in Wisconsin was comparable to other places. But especially for the state of Wisconsin, I believe we found it was the third largest gap in the country. So there are certainly geographic variation in where the gap between racial and ethnic groups is bigger and smaller. Leading to interest in exploring the geographic factors contributing to these disparities. If we're able to figure out what's going on in this place where the disparity is very low, maybe we can take some of that knowledge and move it over to places where the disparity is larger to shrink that gap a bit more. We'll learn more about this study in a moment. First, Dr. Beyer further breaks down the breast cancer incidence rates for African-American and Hispanic women nationally. Compared to an overall incidence rate of 129.1 and a rate of 131.8 among non-Hispanic whites, incidence rates are different among non-Hispanic black and Hispanic women. For non-Hispanic black women, we see incidence rates of 124.7 and among Hispanic women, 100.3 per 100,000 people. However, in Wisconsin... Generally, in Wisconsin, we are seeing higher incidence rates among black women than other racial and ethnic groups. There's a study that's called Breast Cancer Statistics 2019, and if you look at the incidence rate from 2012 to 2016, of all of the states listed, Wisconsin has the largest incidence rate of breast cancer among black women at 141.1 per 100,000, quite a bit larger than the rate that they have recorded for non-Hispanic white women, which is 132 per 100,000 people. She also further breaks down the breast cancer mortality rates, revealing more concerning statistics statistics for African-American women. Compared to an overall mortality rate of 20.1 and a rate of 19.6 among non-Hispanic whites, 
Mortality rates are 27.3 among non-Hispanic blacks and 13.8 among Hispanic women in the U.S. So again, quite a larger mortality rate among black women as compared to non-Hispanic white women. Recognizing these disparities, Dr. Beyer and her cohorts launched a major research study with several aims called Breast Cancer, Race, and Place. There is a large gap in survival after breast cancer diagnosis, particularly between black and non-Hispanic white women. And that gap cannot be explained by individual and tumor characteristics, nor by treatment. We hypothesized that some of this unexplained gap in survival is due to systemic racism, including specifically in the housing sector, because we know that there are pretty significant patterns of racial segregation across U.S. cities, and that some of the reasons for that have to do with the ability to obtain high-quality and stable housing in urban centers for people of color. She shares the study's specific aims. Our study has three specific aims. Our first aim is to construct new measures of contemporary redlining and racial bias in mortgage funding at the neighborhood level. So we are using some publicly available data about mortgages in the United States to see where in U.S. cities are people more likely to be able to get mortgages or less likely, and where in U.S. cities are people of color more likely or less likely to be able to obtain a mortgage. The second aim takes these measures of racial bias in mortgage funding and connects them to a large database of breast cancer diagnoses diagnoses among older women. And so what we've done is connect our measures of redlining and racial bias in mortgage lending to this large database of tumor registry information linked to Medicare claims to see whether these measures of structural racism are linked to survival and then survival disparities across the country. And the third aim is to explore experiences of breast cancer survivors in southeastern Wisconsin, because we really want to understand how women navigate survivorship in a highly segregated city. Next, let's learn from another member of this research studies team to discover what's been learned about disparities from breast cancer survivors who shared their experiences. Dr. Stacy Young is an associate professor, Department of Family Medicine, Division of Research, at the Medical College of Wisconsin. Dr. Young begins by noting, while on the one hand, our community is racially diverse, especially the city of Milwaukee, I would consider to be very racially diverse. We have people of all different racial and ethnic identities. Recent census data shows we're around 38% black, about 35% white, 19% Hispanic or Latino. A real benefit of our community is that we are very racially diverse. On the other hand, the levels of racial and residential segregation in the Milwaukee area are significant. The Milwaukee metropolitan region, in addition to Milwaukee, that includes Washington, Osaki, and Waukesha counties, is very highly segregated. The data shows us this, and the city of Milwaukee, the city itself, is among the most segregated in the United States. Leading to why the breast cancer, race, and place study is so critically important for our community. We're trying to understand why there are some groups of women that have breast cancer or die from it more from others, and specifically why we might see some of these differences amongst women in different racial or ethnic groups, and what else might be going on other than family history or biology. We really need to understand, is this about the level of segregation amongst where people live? Dr. Young has extensive expertise in community-based healthcare studies, research-related interviews, focus groups, and other ethnographic fieldwork. 
Based on her experiences, she shares her interest in the breast cancer race and place study. Everyone should have everything they need to be healthy and thrive. My mission is to reduce breast cancer in Wisconsin. That's what drives me and the work that I do. We learn from those that have faced it directly, so their experiences can teach us. That's why a lot of the work that I do includes interviews, focus groups, etc., because those are rich ways of gathering information. The specific aim of the study she's leading research on. We're trying to understand why there are some groups of women that have breast cancer or die from it more than others across racial groups. And we see greater mortalities in states such as Wisconsin, and that's troubling. One area we're examining is how racism and residential segregation might contribute to the differences we see. And how she's gathering data for the study. The work that I'm engaged in includes collecting narratives of women and understanding what their experiences have been like before they were diagnosed during the treatment and since that time to allow women to share what their lives have been like and where they were living during the diagnosis and treatment will really help us better understand why we see these differences. Once the study concludes, what do next steps look like? Dr. Kirsten Beyer. This study is a first step toward understanding the impact of structural racism on breast cancer disparities. Our next steps will include work to determine what explains the relationships that we're finding between redlining and survival, as well as identifying intervention projects to really target some of the things that we're hearing from our participants in this study. Because for some, Surviving breast cancer is much more than meets the eye. Cancer risk and outcomes are not just about biology and health care. They're also about social and economic and environmental factors. So it's important to see a breast cancer diagnosis as being situated in the context of a woman's life. And the most effective cancer care and survivorship support we can offer has to recognize and address that context. And that context for people of color does include structural racism. Structural racism is an upstream determinant of health with many downstream consequences. But both Dr. Young and Dr. Beyer have positive messages of hope for breast cancer survivors, especially those whose survivorship experience has been impacted by their race and place. Breast cancer is very often a very survivable disease. And studies like this one are working toward making sure that opportunities are equitably available for all populations. Everyone's experience matters. Everyone's life matters. That is the case no matter where someone lives or works or plays or has their family. We're thankful for all that women in this study have shared with us. And whatever someone's experience is, that matters and it's valued.